Hey everybody, welcome to the second episode of Where You Want Me. I'm really excited to to talk about the the second half of the of the semester for me and how how things have been. A quick little update on on how everything kind of closed up the year. Um, I would like to say, please excuse the any any extra noise that comes out. So I'm currently in in Cheshire, Connecticut, for our ignition retreat. There will be more on that later in the on the next episode. Um, so starting off, one what probably the, the the a huge peak moment in the in the semester was our celebration of of Christ the King, up in D.C. Um, I'd never done anything like this before because instead of kind of just having a mass and then seeing everybody of the of Regnum Christi, we did a a mission, you know. So we went out to so I Mike the group that I was was with we went out to Union Station. And we were giving out boxes and and backpacks and and clothing to 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 the homeless people, and there were a lot of people out in Union Station. Um, I remember it was crazy just right off the bat because the first person that we ran into, this guy's name was Guadalupe, and he had a huge um, dedication to Our Lady of Guadalupe, who's the patron saint of the Americas, and he was just telling us his story of how. He, his some some of his his documents were robbed, and so he can't find a job. And he was going through all of these, um, all these hardships that that he was going through. And but what amazed me was that he he was so strong in his faith. You know he he was so happy to to see us and to talk with us, and and he even got a little emotional whenever he, whenever we prayed with him. Um, so I was just I was just first of all. I was just amazed by this man. I was like, wow, this guy, he's going through a lot, but at the center of his life is, is Jesus. And that was that was very interesting to see because you would think that people in this situation won't have this faith that that this man had. And the story doesn't even end there. Um, so we move on with our little, we had a box full of, of clothing um, for girls, which was, which was tough because we couldn't actually give, give him many things. He took like a t-shirt here and there, like a sweater, but, um, he, we couldn't give him a lot. Um, so we're moving down and we're talking to the next person. We're, we're helping them out, talking to them, trying to pray with them. And then all of a sudden I kind of turn around and I see that he's still kind of looking at me. He's kind of like, Hey, like what's going on? So he walks over and I'm like, hey, yeah, can I help you? And he's like, yeah, you know, at night, at this point of the year, it gets it gets really cold already. So I was wondering if I could take some of the things here that I could give to the girls that come at night. Because um, at the end of the day, a lot of people will leave the places that they are and they'll come here. And it gets really cold because it's all um, like stone or pavement, sidewalk. So they don't really have anywhere warm to stay. And then... In my mind, I'm just like, wow. This guy, apart from having absolutely nothing except from having just what he had on his back, he was already thinking about other people. And I, I could tell that he wasn't trying to, you know, take anything for himself because the things that he took were things that wouldn't have fit him. You know, things that he didn't, couldn't take for himself. So he, was, he wasn't even thinking about his own, his own well-being. And he was, he was looking for the well-being of of these strangers that, that he knew as well was insanely impacting. Um, this is the charity and selflessness that he had, even though 
he was going through such a crazy, crazy time. It was, it was crazy. And then what was, what was even better about that day was that at the end of it all, there was a, there was a night-long adoration. And I'd never done anything like this before. I mean, I'd, I'd heard about it. I know that you could, you could sign up and you could go whenever. And since I'd never done it before, I kind of wanted to just go all in. And I knew that there would be a sign-up sheet, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sign up as at the, at the most crazy hour possible. Whatever I can find. If it's two in the morning, three in the morning, four in the morning, I'll wake up and I'll, I'll drive out to the retreat center where where the adoration was and I'll, and I'll do it. And so I got to sign up for the three thirty in the morning, <laughs> adoration, and I remember being so tired on the way, um, and I get there. And it was so cold inside. There was there were only a few lights that were pointed to the to the altar where the Eucharist was. And I just remember thinking, I'm like, what am I doing? You know, I am so tired. I could be I could be sleeping. It's already getting really cold in the year. It's you know, it's late November. It's cold, you know. But then I just thought of, of Guadalupe and how how he must have been at that time. And that was just that was so crazy. It was such a profound experience. I don't even, I probably can't even really explain it all yet, you know, but I remember being able to tell him, you know, hey, I'll, I'll pray for you. And just being able to actually go through with it. Cause you know, everyone will always say, yeah, I'll pray for you. But then who actually does it? You know, maybe not, not everyone. So just being able to remember him and his name, and his face and his smile just, just meant a lot to me. So it was it was amazing to be able to go and then even at such a late late time there were only one or two other people that showed up afterwards and it was it was just such a crazy experience, you know. It was I got to I got to feel the you know, the importance of how you know, how blessed we are to be able to, you know, live in a warm house, like with a bed, with like a jacket, um, during the day and, and some people just don't have any of it. You know, so it's it's crazy. So other than that, we um, we wrapped up our semester of LTP. Um, we finished the so we're halfway through the year at this point, um, which is a really weird feeling because honestly, I never you know mentally made it this far. You know, whenever I was thinking about the year and how all the different things would go, I never mentally got to end of the same end of uh, December and, and January, you know, what, what things would be like then and, and, and how the year will have been going and where I'll be. And then the whole second semester, like, forget about it. I haven't, haven't thought about any of that stuff. So it's, so now that we're actually there, it's, it's crazy looking back and, and seeing how these, these mentors, these team leaders of, of, you know, of middle school age of how they've, how they've grown, you know, I remember this, this one boy who he's, He's at one of our clubs, and he is so energetic. I, we, we kind of joke to ourselves, we're like, how is this kid even in middle school? He, he acts like he's in third grade. And um, he was paired with, for one of our, with one of our meetings with, with, I think, the youngest kid of the club. And this kid was also just another mess. You know, he was always talking and, and never being on top of it. And he comes up to me, and he's like, hey, I have, like, I, I have something to tell you. And I'm like, yeah, what's up? And he's like, you know, I don't think he knows what he's doing. 
And I was like, well, you got a great opportunity then because you can, now it's up to you to show him how well he's, how well he's doing. And so he's like, okay, okay, I got it. So in his mind, he's thinking, okay, now it's up to me that if, if anyone is going to teach him this, you know, this, um, the little story that we have for the, for the week, it has to be me. So he goes and, and I just kind of watched him for a little bit, how he like read through the story really, really slowly and made sure that, that his kid was, was listening. And I was like, oh my gosh, I never would have expected him to be able to do this in August, in September when we started. So it was another mind-blowing experience. I was like, wow, like what we're doing is, is working. You know, it's a, it's a long process, but the formation that they receive it actually works and, and they and they gain a lot of it. So it was really exciting and it gave me a lot of energy to, to start up the second semester because I'm just thinking, you know, like it works, it does, it's it's real. You know, it's not just like we're wasting our time with kids that never want to listen. It's you know, the ones that, that take it into into thought, you know, they, they really get a lot out of it. So it's it's really cool to see. And we're we're all really excited to, you know, get started on the second semester of LTP and our ECYD retreats and all that's so where it's, it's just, yeah, just excitement. Other than that, um, I got to go home for Thanksgiving and Christmas and see, like, for the first time since we started, you know, what it's like not being a missionary, what it's like, um, you know, how you're doing. It's kind of like a, a check-in or a, like a wake-up because obviously it's, it's easy and it's so easy to live in virtue to live um, without sin whenever, you know, we're in the middle of our mission because, you know, we're surrounded by eight priests in, in the house that I live in. So we're always um, surrounded by men of, of pure virtue and joy and happiness and goodness. So whenever we're, you know, separated from this um, life that we've been living, it's kind of like a wake-up call because it's okay, now it's not me receiving but now it's me actually living it and it's a whole different story you know it's it's not easy and it's definitely a showing of you know there's always a lot of work to do because you know you go home and you find yourself falling into the same things that that you would do before the year started and you're man like what am I doing you know this is not who I I promised myself and the Christ of, of of who I would be you know so um it's interesting. It's interesting to see because you see where you are. And although, of course, it's amazing to see your family, your friends, people that you haven't seen in months. But at the same time, you see yourself for the first time in a way that you haven't seen in a, in a long time. So it's, it's interesting. It's a, it's a good wake-up call. And at the same time, it's an excitement because now I'm, I'm more excited to start the second semester again and keep going because I know that it's a work in progress and it's not something that is is over, you know? So yeah, it's, it's been, it's been crazy. There's a lot of different things that you see in yourself that change, you know, you see yourself as hopefully a little more mature, a little more spiritually in check, you know, a little more there, you know, with your feet on the ground a little bit and kind of saying like, okay, well, this is real. Like my life is, is moving on. And you notice how fast the year has gone by, you know, I'm already halfway through and, and saying it out loud, it's, it's not easy to, not easy to say. It's it's crazy. So that's it. That's that's how that's how the first semester has been from the last episode up to up to this point. Um yeah, 
I mean, I definitely wouldn't change it for the world. You know, I don't, I don't think I've ever been truly as happy to be where I am, being where, where God wants me to be. So I'm, I'm happy. I'm loving it. It's, it's amazing for sure. So for the next uh, section of this episode, I am going to be sitting down with my partner, Francisco, and we're going to be able to really dive into the apostolate in D.C. and see what all of these different things are like and what our um, dynamic is like living together, but not only together, but living together in a house of priests. Francisco, bienvenido. Thank you very much. Finally, finally <laughs> you invited me to the show. I was hearing so much about your possible podcast and here it is. Yeah, we got the moment. Yeah, so to get right into it, how has the first semester been for you? How, how has it all been? Really, really big question, right? Uh, incredible. There's, there's, no, there's no other way to, to describe it, I think. You always hear from past missionaries that it's the best year of their life. And it's because I, I think so. That, that is because you do so many things just in, in one week. Like, I don't know, every week we, we are used to, to check out on our past events of the week. And we just see like, wow, did we really did that? All of that, like so much in this week. And it's crazy how, how that that is scenario repeats, you know, it, 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 it is continuous and it's crazy. I mean, one day you're having normal club, the other day you're having a camp, the other day you're having missions, the other day you're having more events and it's, it's really crazy, but it's been incredible. I, I really felt like I, I've grown so much and I've gotten to know even deeper, right? Even beyond what you can see on the outside a lot of people and I, I'm feeling like that little seed that I, that I can plant of people I, I'm I'm making it happen I think so yeah great so what's been your your favorite part about DC I mean we've only been there for about uh, five six months but we're halfway through the year how what, what's been highlight well yeah well, definitely highlight, right? Um, I want to say the community, right? The community just, I don't know, like getting to know all the all these other people from Dragon Christi, right? That that are strong in their faith. All these, like, for example, all the seniors that having going on, you know, with their faith. And I wouldn't have known them any other way, even unless I was here, right? I think on that part also just just how how welcoming everybody everybody has has been uh, I remember just coming from from outside and getting here everybody was inviting us to dinners right everybody was just like really really worrying for us right and that that's that has been really amazing right that all all the community get getting to know all those kids that that that's been that's been a really good part, I think. Uh, I mean that that's been like kind of what one thing to to highlight, right? I I think that another thing to highlight is definitely LTP. Just just getting to know how how Christie right works 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 
on another place with a different with a different way of working right uh, with, with a different methodology right um just no i mean whenever i heard i first heard of it i was like whoa i mean you're you're not only teaching these kids about values right but you're but you're forming them leaders right and something that i like is that i contrasted that a lot with schools in mexico right how how they teach a lot i don't know like public speaking for example and they they are really focusing on that charism of Fernando Cristo, which is like forming leader, forming Catholic leaders, right? The Catholic and the leaders part. And here in LTP, they're forming it all together in a way that I just see this here. And it's like, I want to take it everywhere. I want to take it to Mexico. You know, I want to take it to, to Dallas. I want to take it to everywhere we can. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely... I don't know. I mean, it, it was impactful just just like seeing another program, and lear, lear, learning how how it worked. Of course, I mean, it was it was kind of tough at, at first. Just I don't know. Just kind of get getting it on. But once once you get it on, it's like whoa. I mean, just see how how much I think the the kids and ourselves right grow with it, and how how we put in that position of also. Of of really trying to to help these kids to exponentiate their their talents, I think. Yeah. And and it's definitely something that that tries that or that goes further away than only easy whitey, right? It, it's something that that tries to reach even even more. So I I I'd say that that's it. Like my 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 two favorite parts. Of of the six months, right? Between the community and and between LTP, the just the program, I I think th those two things have been what 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 outstanding the most. I I mean I that's that's what I'm thinking about right now. It, something uh, something else comes up. I'll I'll tell you about. It. Yeah, no, that's that's a great answer, and and. And it's funny, and it's the it's the same with me. Like the the idea of wanting to bring something back home after this is is crazy. Like, is if it's a point that that someone says in a talk or something that that Father Vander Father Vito said, and I'm like, wow, that was great. I I want to I want to bring this home after after this is over. So yeah, it it is crazy. There's so many different things and ways that that you grow that help you uh, that make you excited for wanting to. To keep going after it's over. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. You 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 really, you you really want to bring it all, right? Every every good thing. That that you felt like that there was there could have been something missing while you were in high school. You're saying that it's, uh, you you want to bring it all for those kids, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. So also talking about growth, we're halfway through. We're at the fifty percent mark. Which is which is kind of crazy saying out loud, you know. We I, it's gone by really okay. fast. But how have you seen yourself grow in the last six months? So how how where are you now on that aspect of, of your own personal, journey. Well, well, uh, really, starting now, start starting the, the mission year. Um, I mean, it's been a a crazy change. I think so far, I was talking about it with with Father Vin. I mean, I, I just went back home 
for for a little bit, uh, just for a week or so. And last time I was in Mexico before was before the summer course, right? And well, first I didn't even know what, what what was going on with my spiritual life. I was, I was so drunken, right? By the by the whole world, by, by all the worldly pleasures that I, I couldn't even project myself in a real good way, spiritually speaking, because of course, humanly speaking, even the school, you know, pushes you to, 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 to set the goal for yourself that yeah, you're going to work, you're going to study this, you're going to do this or that, or even humanly speaking, okay, I, I already had my mind. Yeah. I'm going to do a mission year. Uh, just because I'm gonna go somewhere cool and I'm gonna have cool experiences and that's all. But really, I didn't even know what was I getting into, and where was I spiritually? I was completely lost. I I I think I I was just driving myself for the next pleasure. Right, I, I was just see, waking up every day late seeing where to go and where, where to lose myself starting uh, starting the, the summer course was was the biggest change of them all just like starting from scratch but just starting like fooling right I, I remember it was like the first day or the second day we started like with all the meditations with everything at once uh, we started with the silent retreat i believe so right with first it was chicago then the silent retreat it was a crazy change, but it was definitely the retreat from the from the world that I needed. I gave perspective to myself. I I was at first the first, I think the first couple of weeks I was just so think about ah, I did so so many things that that I wouldn't have done if I wasn't that drunken by the world but after that I proposed myself to to keep it going and to really search what is it that I needed right I, and I saw while uh, we're doing one of our practices right we're, we're all giving it our our own personal journey right we're all saying what was our story of life and I saw that in my personal journey, I was I was looking for, for joy. That's one of them, but also authenticity. And what was it? The best way of getting to authenticity. One was having more control over myself, and being being more mature, being able to decide things. By going back, thinking about them. <clears throat> thinking about them and and really making that making those choices without being pressured by the world gladly uh coming back from the summer course i was able to talk with my new spiritual director right father ben is starting and we prepare a plan right we prepare a plan of things that i had to do every day just to keep getting that control. Little by little, little actions. So far, all that little things I talk about. Just how was it go going home to 
father-in. And he told me how... Well, he, he made me see all, all the changes and all the maturity that, that had, gone, had come to me, right? Uh, living there, I, I felt like a kid, drunken by the world. And coming back, I felt way much more acknowledged on my own. I felt more, more mature, right? You, you do see more of what is it that, that you want in life. You see more what is it more that, that, that you want to sacrifice, right, followers. And you're able to be more authentic, more real with, with the people. I realized that I, I was also not being real with many, many of my friends. And coming back, it, it changed. Uh, a big part of it changed. And that's, that, that's how I'm so glad of this, of these six months. Besides the, the good things that had happened... Besides all, all the people that, yeah, we may have changed, right? I mean, well, hopefully we've changed people's lives. But mainly, uh, I see how, how I'm giving it a turn. I'm having a comeback, right? Uh, I, I mean, I, I want to think so. And, and I, I'm, really, I'm really shooting for it. I, I entered this year not knowing what, what it was going to be. But once I, I got a thought on it, I want to go full conversion. And so far, so far it's been great. That 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 spiritual journey, I I think, he has made made me grow a lot. Of course, I I've also thankfully right. Uh, we we've been, we've been really blessed of having, uh, to drive a lot in this city, because in every drive, I mean, even though, maybe sometimes you get angry because there's traffic <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> or or maybe sometimes <laughs> I just go to sleep and, and we put 80s music for Father Vito. <laughs> uh, it's been good because we've been talking a lot about our faith, right? We, yeah. We've been discussing a lot of points with Father Vito yeah. and with Father Vito. And we, I, I honestly didn't know a whole lot about my faith before getting in. And now I, I feel more more strong in what I know. And I can truly say that I know my faith, you know, finally. Before I, I just got presented to it and I did the bare minimum, probably. For now, I know that I'd like to learn more, more about it. And th those, those things have been a lot in my, in my spiritual growth and, and spiritual journey that has happened so far in these six months. And hopefully, I mean, we'll, we'll keep striving for it. Uh, I mean, we have Exodus 90 coming, hopefully, right? If God wants, we'll, we'll be doing it, which is for whoever doesn't know what it is. <laughs> it's 90 days of cold showers every day, fasting, no social media, and many different sacrifices also no no i think i believe it's no no sodas right no no soft drinks there's many many different things that are all to to forge the will right and to help us in that in that full conversion that maybe it's not gonna of course it's not gonna come from one to another but we're gonna we're gonna strive for it yeah yeah, yeah that was that was great. <laughs> and we still have another six months to go. You know, we have 
both these crazy just like upward slope of growth and we're still only halfway isn't that crazy yeah crazy it's, it's yeah. wild it's just, wild i mean we've done so much and i really want to do so much more yeah just uh, e- eating more of it, it gives you even more hunger yeah it's true crazy. yeah it's crazy so another thing that is crazy about your situation is that you're the only for the guys you're the only international missionary you're coming from mexico all the way to washington dc to the corner of the country basically far away as far away as you possibly could have gone from home <laughs> yeah. so what's what's that like i mean we got to go home for for thanksgiving we got to go home after the summer course and you didn't so what was that like for you <clears throat> well honestly it was super tough <laughs> i mean i i won't say what it wasn't because i mean it, it, it was tough for for a part and there's been some moments where i where i where i was where, where i've been missing so much home that i that i just break out right but but it can happen i mean of course it hasn't been that much right <laughs> but no um it's been tough but good thing i was talking about it the other day with my dad right that he also left home at about i i believe he was 19 years old and he couldn't see his family that much because he went to the big city and all of these big changes and something why did uh, something different in the situation i mean many many young men do it right right when they hit 18 is that here I mean, having so much blessings, so much, one is so much work that you really can't think about, about many, about missing, right? You're all the time, like, working. You you have free time? Okay, hey, we always got to send, you know, more mails. You got free time? You always got to send this thing or prepare the thing for the club. So it's, all, it's always been, like, busy, 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 and you're always kind of doing more and looking also for more things to do because... You want to do as much as you can. Yeah. So, for on that side, it doesn't give you that much time to to all the time is. And another another side is that you're kind of. I feel like I I kind of find a. A re, not a full replacement, but somebody else to be there with, and somebody else to to embrace instead of my family. All right, I, I'm not being with my family. Okay, so now I'm here, and I, I'm gonna embrace the people from here. I I I found a family. I think with with all the priest community. I mean, I I've never been so close to that many priests, right? And I just see each one of the priests, and it and it's crazy how, I mean, you you are with them. You wake up, you go to morning prayers, you have mass with them, you have you have breakfast, lunch, dinner with them. You talk all all the time about whatever it could be football actually it's weird to talk about something deeper with them <laughs> because whenever they're at home they, they just want to you know talk about whatever happened in the day yeah. <laughs> so it's 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 kind of finding another family and embracing your presence right and uh, all between that and the families that that have like also embraced us you know since, since we got here uh, everybody has been receiving us, and whenever you see them after going out 
to a dinner at the house. You feel like the like it's family, right? You you greet them with that with joy, with that joy, even though you just met them, maybe a couple of weeks ago, you know, or a month ago, or yesterday. They they already receive you as as family. That's that's been something, something huge, definitely. Just, I mean, it it was since the first month was when we got to meet a lot of the DC people. It was amazing. Get, get, getting to know all, all of these parents, right? Interested in their kids, but all, but also in us. You see how they're generally yeah, embracing you, you know? <laughs> like if you were part of the family. And that, that's been amazing. I, I'm really grateful because without it, of course, you would miss it. But I think any, any international student, any international missionary, right, that, calls, that goes to a city, is is for sure gonna feel that random Christy charisma of of the family that there welcoming, is welcoming yeah of the, the welcoming yeah. yeah and between the breaks and stuff I mean it's been great because I've always had your family <laughs> so when, something to tell about you is just how th during the breaks uh, I, I haven't gone to Mexico right but of course I'll crash on Andres and Roman's family right <laughs> And, and his house so that I mean that, that's that been great also that, that I'm also really grateful for that and just I mean part of that right I, I mean I, I got to to go to Dallas with Andy and just part of that Dragon Christie charism that is in his family also like also, also has me you know and uh, I know that I mean that that's been something that that helps a lot and Also, something that, that really helped me, right, was that after the summer course, I, I was telling the guys, like, eh, yeah, I mean, I, I really haven't figured it out, right, yet where I'm what I'm going to do. Uh, because I, I had, like, a week, we had, like, a week or so uh, of vacations. And before telling Andy, the other ones, all the missionaries were saying, like, yeah, you could come stay at my house for 10 days for whatever. <laughs> Even though they they could leave early and I could stay there, it's just how how open the people are, and that that's what I love. All the new experiences, all all, all the people have have helped me out to to felt this like my home, right? Yeah, I think that's that's a huge thing. Yeah, yeah no, it's great. That's great. That's perfect. Yeah, and it's just it's just that point that you know that that anywhere we go, they're welcoming, and that's super unique. To Regnum Christie, and it's, it's amazing. It makes it worth it. You know, we, anywhere we go, there's a family that we've never met before, and they're like, yeah, oh my gosh, come sit with us, and let me tell you my whole life story about all this, and they'll tell us, like, let's go, and you're like, wow, and then they feed us, and they always ask us to come the next time, and it's crazy. You know, it's like, we've never met these people, might never see them again, and they're totally okay with having us come into their house. Totally. That's crazy. Yeah. Or... or I don't know, after the summer, we had a camp at River Cincinnati. Yeah. Right, and, and the guys are just so super open. Maybe we'll never see them again. Hey, what's up? And they tell you their life story. It's just, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wherever you go. Yeah, for sure. So, one of the last few questions. So, of why, of course, is, is DC, you know, the best destination for missionaries? Why is it that they only send the best Ooh. to DC? <laughs> I don't know if we we even gonna explain it. <laughs> no, uh, 
Uh, I mean, to be real, maybe not many people wanted to come, but it's definitely the one that that we see more more quality, right? I mean, this this year we we started with not much people. We we grew up a lot. But I think it's all, all the people that you have are, are really solid in their faith. So well, that that's one part, just just how even if it's a big, not too big number, which I mean, right now, I think we, there's a lot of people involved. It's, I don't know, it, it, it's, it's really good, right? Uh, now, centering more in DC, the city, well, first, every hour thing that you have, you you can go to visit the museums, right? That we've gone several yeah, times. Yeah, it's been fun. To the to the Bible Museum we went, so that that, that was great. Yeah. Just uh, yeah, it's beautiful. Also, we started running, so going out to run around the lay no the the river. Yeah. Yeah. That that that's been great. Yeah, there's a lot to to explore for sure. It's like, how many museums are there? Or, you know, how far does the river go? It's like, go find out. You know, you want to go, go. It's cool. Yeah. No, yeah, that, that, that's been awesome. Just just to see the place. Now also meeting... <clears throat> I, I've never met, personally, any military mi- military person, right? Yeah. Uh, before in my life. Like, I, I always see them, <laughs> but I, I've never come up to them and, and talked to them. And here, almost every family... <laughs> everyone, it, yeah. Yeah, everyone is... is Basically... Is part of it, that's uh, or has been part of it, and that that's crazy. Just you also see how much, how much nationalism everybody has, right? And uh, that that's something amazing, and, and really, that that really shows the, the how strong their convictions are, of the people here, right? I mean that uh, that that's been a really, really huge part. Another one is how by being the capital of the city, right? A lot, a lot of people come here from from other places, right? I, I've been amazed how how I met some guys uh, or people that that had come from from where I'm from, from Mexico City, right? I, that that come from the same school as me, or from the same college that I'm gonna go. That's that's been really good. I mean, you, you find people from everywhere. I think. Yeah. Washington DC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, that's it and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you also have a great camp to go. Camp Castleton. It's just amazing how how big and how fun it is to to be out there. Yeah, Castleton is the best for sure. It's crazy. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was going to say. Like it's it's very much on on us you know it's like if it's like the tasks that we have the things that we have to do it's like if we don't do it then we leave father vin and father v to do it and then it's just too much for them so they're probably not going to do it either so nothing gets done and then there's no camp there's no club unless everybody puts in you know their their side of it and it's the same with castleton you know it's awesome and it's just yeah that's just kind of the thing of the whole city it's like there's so much to do and there's always an apostle going on so it's it's pretty cool and it makes you assume a lot of responsibility, you know? It made me think of, like, 
we were being the mentors, you know, how we give them like the reverse psychology of, you know, making them be leaders. So they kind of turn responsible. It's like the same with us. Like they give us so much to do. And then just like that, we kind of have to figure it all out. Okay. Like we have a car, we have to go get donuts. We have to, you know, go to this place, go to this family. And it's like, okay, I realized they're doing the same with us. Like they're giving us all these responsibilities to see how we react. So it's, yeah. it's kind of crazy. Yeah, no, that's true. And also putting it up for, for like for the missionaries, for whoever missionary comes here. It's just so just because we're kind of rebuilding it, you know, it there's so, so much potential and so much things that we can do that whatever we come up with, we can we can put it in there and we can start working on it. And it's crazy. What, what, whatever initiative we have, almost all of them are like, yeah go for it you know yeah yeah <laughs> and, and yes and, and we can start making whatever we want to do like this coming semester right we propose all right hey you know what what about if we do more apostolate a little bit of this and this one and another one and there we go you know all, all of those things just as a missionary that's something great Having having more space for yourself to work, uh, that that that's also been great, and it's something characteristic of the city. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Then any final comments? Final comments. Um. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. One big thing is just the friendship, right, with, with the missionary brother. That's. That's that's really, really, really good and something for whoever's thinking about the, the mission year. It's something that that you get out of it and. And it's something that you wouldn't, be able to go that deep, and share that many reflections of your own, if you if you are, if you are not in there, right. I think so. Yeah, yeah. And just it it's crazy how, <clears throat> whenever people ask you, right. Like, how has your mission year been? You can never tell them everything in just one word. Even if they, I mean, they'll probably just put, pay attention to your, to you like for a couple seconds, minutes, whatever. But you can never express so much. And I don't know, just by having every day a meditation, every day you get a new light. <clears throat> And every day you would have something new to share, right? And it's unless unless you leave it, uh, you'll know. Yeah, yeah. So in other words, if you're thinking about doing the mission year, do it. You know, it's it's been worth it for us at least, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So so much so much change, right? Yeah. And definitely, without it, it, it wouldn't be the same. It, <clears throat> I feel like we would probably still be kind of uh what's the word drunken by the world right? yeah yeah perfect all right well then thank you very much for for your time this has been this has been the second episode of of where you want me francisco thank you thank you very much this was great and until next time oh, i will go